Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Phase zero, episode 43. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I'm your host, Jenna Anderson, and I'm joined today by Jim Viscardi. Hello! <laughs> and Aaron Perrine. What's going on, everybody? If you're watching live, I missed the memo to wear orange and a baseball hat, but we'll just move on from it. I'm um, wearing, uh, <laughs> longtime listeners of the show will notice, remember this shirt, because this is the shirt that got me the nickname Red Shirt Guy, oh. because fans of uh, fans of the show did not know who I was when, uh, when we started <laughs> this, and uh, said, hey, we love Red Shirt Guy. And and that's basically where all this started. So that's I'm wearing uh, I'm wearing this for them today. Awesome. Um, so we have a lot to talk about today. We have a brand new trailer for Morbius. We have some other pieces of MCU news. We have a little bit of stuff about Eternals. Um, we are probably going to have a more spoilery breakdown of Eternals in the near future once the movie comes out. So and we have been talking about it a lot the past few weeks. So if you want to hear about Eternals, go to those episodes or just stay tuned. Um, but yeah, we have a lot to talk about. And starting with we got a new trailer for Morbius. Um, I want to get you guys' reaction first because I feel like I'm in the minority with, re- with regards to the response to this trailer, but I want to hear what you guys thought. So, Aaron, what did you think of the trailer? Uh, it looks better than that first look we got. Um, I I am cautiously, like, you know, cautiously optimistic. Um, but also, it's like the Sony people got the memo from all the Venom stuff and that dropping these breadcrumbs in the trailer is how you're going to get people into the seats. Uh, that and all the Jared Leto fans, of course, they're going to be there on day one anyway. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I just, um, I, I, I thought it was going, it's going, it looks cool, it looks fine, you know. Jim, Jim what is this? This is mediocre take on what was a fire trailer. This was, this was everything that I needed from the Morbius trailer. It looks great. Jared Leto actually doesn't look terrible in this, and like, it, it's. It's one of those things where, I mean, look, when we announced this movie, I think we all were like, do we really need a Michael Morbius movie? And now after seeing this trail, I'm like, oh, no, I understand why. This is great. I love the fact that Sony is really leaning into the, hey, we're going to take the really cool, almost edgelordy kind of uh, characters uh, that we have in the the Spider-Man Sony universe. And uh, and we're just going to, you know, have some fun with them. And and I'm here and I'm that's I'm I'm here for it. I loved I think the design for Morbius, where I have problems with the Venom design. I don't like the weird white veins that uh he has as opposed to like just give me the freaking spider on his chest. Like what the hell? <laughs> but uh it's but like the this is probably one of the best 
Marvel designed things. I think we've seen like that. Mike, the, like him as Morbius is what I imagine he looks like. It's like what he looks like in the comics, what he looks like in animation. I love it. Mm-hmm. Gimme, gimme. See, I, I do agree. Like the design does look a lot better than I was expecting. It is weird how the, the initial trailer came out so long ago. Like that was almost two years ago that we got that first teaser way back oh, in like really? January, February, 2020, like a lifetime has occurred since we got that first trailer. So it it's like, yeah, it's crazy. So I think for me personally, it's like my excitement for this movie has basically been non-existent. Like this movie already had the feeling of something like we've said with Venom that like it could have come out like 10, 15 years ago. And so <laughs> that's kind of the vibe that I've had going into Morbius. And like the trailer didn't really do anything to like the way that Venom did of like, look at how campy and crazy and like funny this is going to be. And like how just bizarre. I didn't really get that from Morbius, which I I have a feeling the movie will still deliver. I have a feeling there are going to be elements of it that I'm going to enjoy. But just off of the trailer, I was like, this is all right. I was like, this is this is not great. I'm just not personally the like type of fan, I guess, who is just like, oh my god, this is so incredible. It just but needs like, some Evanescence playing in the background. That's really exactly. Yeah, exactly. I also just want more Matt Smith. It's like I just watched Last Night in Soho last weekend, and I'm just like Matt Smith has been so underused post Doctor Who that I'm like worried he's just going to be like cast off to the side in this movie and not really have anything to do. But I just want to I want to have some indication of what Matt Smith is actually doing in this movie. Um, but the one thing that we do have which as we can as Aaron kind of mentioned there are so many little easter eggs and nods in this movie it's to every Spider-Man incarnation that has existed on in live action already <laughs> um, we have an Oscorp tower which seems to be the like amazing Spider-Verse version um, he references Venom by name like he jokingly refers to himself as Venom um, we have references to the Raimi movies and to like we have Vulture show up so it just seems like this kind of like oops all multiverse situation of just everything every Spider-Man thing is somehow being referenced in here what do we think about that like what do we think about the fact that these movies this movie seems to both be in all of the universes and none of them at the same time man it I think uh, I think No Way Home is going to answer a lot of these questions for us. Uh, my the the my kind of big brain theory half joke I threw out on Twitter yesterday <laughs> was basically, what if at the end of No Way Home, Tom Holland's new suit is uh, uh, Toby's suit? And like, that's like just the new suit. And so that's why that suit is on the poster in Morbius. And like, it's not a terrible theory, uh, but also like, oh, it's kind of a stretch. So who, so who knows? I, I think Sony knows that they need to centralize some of this stuff, that there are aspects of things. Because I think the thing that the big thing that we have to remember is and he could have been he could have been lying to us when he said this right but when you guys spoke to Andy Circus Brandon asked about the Daily Bugle logo and said like why did you use that one and and his response was like we just wanted to throw a nod for the fans who have been on the Spider-Man bus for for as long as they have and so like I think you can still do things like that right like having the Oscorp logo be the one from the Amazing Spider-Man movies like you can have those nods thrown in there that says like you know, it's kind of the Batmanification of it all, right? Like those are those Batman movies, like didn't necessarily have a direct line of continuity, but all but kind of did, and it all took place in the same world. Like 
we may be seeing the James Bond effect happen with Spider-Man. And it's one of those things where like they're going to t- pick and choose what they want for, you know, for this new ongoing narrative for Spider-Man and like we all may be looking way too deep uh, into this. Like we may be looking at something that is not there. It's like when you get those like magic eye uh, posters, right? That like, mm-hmm. if you, you just can't see it because there's probably nothing there. And then like, if we just wait a little bit longer, like it'll show up and it will all make sense. And so like, I, I get it. Right. Like I get like, there's like, there's a lot of the, what is Sony doing? Like this makes no sense. And I think, we have to just give them a little bit of time and, and a little bit of benefit of the doubt, I guess. Mm-hmm. Aaron, what do you think? Uh, it's it's interesting because Jim is right. Like we do have a propensity, especially on the internet, to weigh things too much. Like everything is intentional when sometimes things are just happy accidents or they're just trying to appease like longtime fans or whatever. I saw your weird theory about him getting Peter like a uh, Toby suit at the end of it and the ensuing chaos on my timeline and i was like it's like is, is the end of no way home just gonna be like a jersey swap like in sports where they all just hand each other like here you go and you get this no, one and no, then you know what's uh, gonna happen for you know Barco, gonna, it's like mm. you're gonna get you're gonna what, get that with great power comes great responsibility talk from toby to tom and then mm-hmm. as a show of respect tom is going to wear toby's suit I, carry oh, on that man. memory you know <laughs> it, it would be it would be super interesting. I'm, I mm-hmm. think there are some shenanigans that are going to be explained in December because like when yes. I like Jenna, when you told me it was two years ago, I had to think about it. And I'm like, you're right. It was. <laughs> it was literally two years ago. It doesn't feel like it's been that long, but it's been forever. We always forget about um, the lost so, year. Yeah. The, yeah, exactly. We, we literally were just like, oh, forgot it. Because somebody mentioned the other day, like, remember when all this stuff came out near the Super Bowl? And I'm like, no, this stuff happened Super Bowl last year. Like, Super Bowl 19, I was like, oh, no. Ugh, what's happening? So I like that they've evolved it over time. I think we'll get some more stuff. Some of this could be references. But there is a little bit too much of it. There's a little bit too much smoke for there not to be fire. I feel like the Venom joke on its own was like signaling like no there's going to be something <laughs> weird happening here just stay keep it locked because do you remember that day jim and slack when they first showed the first trailer and that he walked <laughs> by the poster and it was the yeah. Remy suit and everybody was like what what's going on like it was you know yeah. several people are typing very yeah. very upset <laughs> uh, well i so think at first at one point we all thought it was like a screenshot from the spider-man yeah. game where it was oh. like it the mm-hmm. texture of the suit like that like that's how that's how far down that rabbit hole we went right we're like yeah. the texture of this suit is more like the game than it is the actual <laughs> suit itself so maybe the spider-man games take play like are also exist in this universe maybe it's just advertising for the fact that it's a sony movie this is the thing for the game and they want people to remember that oh after you come out of seeing uh, morbius maybe you'll go want to play the spider-man game who knows i can't wait for them to just add in like the uncharted movie somewhere it'll just be in the background <laughs> like, playing on a tv or something Tom like at the, Holland at this is a real actor in the yeah. sony right. universe we'll just get to that point well, and then the the one thing that I did want to ask about Morbius, do we now think that we won't get another No Way Home trailer as soon because of all of this? Like, what do we think? Because that movie is coming out in 
a month and a half at this point. When less Ghostbusters, than that. Ghostbusters comes out in like two, three weeks, right? Yeah, like the 19th, I think. We get we get one before Ghostbusters. I think that's really is is just it, right? Like that's there is only so much they can show. Yeah. They do need to put something out for general audiences to remind them. Look, the first trailer is a is a great trailer for mm-hmm. general audiences to continue to see, right? Like it, you got to remember the the audiences that are still going to movie theaters is still fairly limited. And so like how many new faces are coming in? Like there's probably a bunch of people going to see Dune or going to see Eternals this weekend who have never seen the first Spider-Man trailer. Mm-hmm. And it's just as good a trailer one time around than anything else. The thing we do need is a poster because it is uh-huh. really weird to not be in a walk into a movie theater and like not see anything Spider-Man anywhere. So much so that what like you're seeing movie theaters kind of across the country use fan art for mm-hmm. for their posters to be like don't forget to buy your spider-man tickets but i don't even think spider-man tickets are on sale yet so if no, anything yeah. we get a trailer or a poster or something when tickets go on sale and i would have to imagine that that is going to be around ghostbusters so we just gotta wait like i don't think there's a conspiracy theory i don't think sony's doing this on purpose i think it's just <laughs> There's only so much that they can show and they've mm. got another big movie coming out that they can promote their other really big movie in front of. Mm-hmm. I yeah, like that theory. Yeah. That totally makes sense. Um, Aaron, do you want to talk about the other kind of Spider-Man news? Yeah. Or new comments from Feige? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so shortly after we got off air last week, we had Kevin Feige uh, have a bunch of comments in that Empire Magazine feature. And one of them was joking about what we just talked about keeping your expectations in check because if you've been on social media if you've been on the internet in the last two months the expectations for this movie have just snowballed to the point where like the aerospace engineer is like child's play compared to some yeah. of the awesome wild no way home theories that you will find online so feige said to empire like rumors are fun because many of them are true and many of them are not true the danger is when you get into the expectations game of wanting people to be excited and the movie they get and, and not disappointed about a movie they don't get. So yeah, it's I guess it's like keeping all the expectations in front of you rather than like just assuming the sky's the limit. Cause like we all expect now that the multiverse is ripped open for there just to be just absolute, you would never imagine seeing this on film from this movie, but we still don't know. We still haven't seen anything else. We see stills. We've gotten a lot of mean templates from Marvel and not much in the way of what actually is happening past the beginning. Cause if, if you believe Brandon Davis, all this stuff we've gotten is from like the beginning. He's like, none mm-hmm. of this, like, I feel like there's so much of it being faked. And there's so much of it that's just from the first act of the movie that we still don't know a ton about it. And I, I kind of believe the same sort of thing. Kevin is pushing this comment through gritted teeth I in, know. This, in, in, in that, right? Like this is, this is a thing that he has to say to keep up appearances and mm-hmm. whatever, but you in the, but like in the back of his head, he is going like, well, this movie is, I mean, everyone, <laughs> the thing you got to remember is that like, there's always this swell of like people on, on Twitter being like, you know, oh my God, it's like spoiler. I'm like, no, we're wrong. There are spoilers left and right on Twitter, right? But mm-hmm. the majority of the people that are going to go see this movie or or whatever else that you're going to, to see is like that the general audience has no idea. And so this is just, you know, Kevin playing coy, for, you know, for everyone who reads his every word on Twitter to 
you know, just to be like, uh, <laughs> God's still going to get you. But like, we, I mean, we know, we know, they know, let's just, let's just wait. Let's just enjoy the ride. Absolutely. Yeah. Jim, do you want to talk about Tom Holland's comments? Yes. I like on the, the same front, right. We, uh, we have Tom Holland basically freaking everybody out that this is going to be his last Spider-Man movie. And I get it. This is, this is, Tom Holland, I feel, has been able to move away from answering questions about Andrew and Toby and has been able to just, like, be, throw a red herring out, being like, well, you guys, this may be my last movie after all. Now no one cares about Toby and Andrew. They need to know if this is going to be Tom Holland's last Spider-Man movie. So much so where he, you know, he goes, he says, uh, one more day's work on No Way Home, uh, which will be uh, which will be a bittersweet day. Uh, I honestly don't know, uh, you know, it's... Uh, he, he honestly doesn't like just doesn't know when he he will or uh, will be back. He goes, it's the first time since I got cast as Spider Man that I don't have a contract, and it's just really difficult for me to talk about because there's so many things I'd love to talk about that would help me embellish on what I'm trying to explain, but I can't because it would just ruin the film. And so it, this feels this like it has a big. Like, I, I used this analogy earlier, right? It's got big James Bond energy, right? With mm -hmm. just what. Daniel Craig kind of had to go through to dance around uh, a lot of what he had to talk about uh, or had to dodge with, with James Bond. But like, we know Daniel Craig is not coming back as Bond. We, I look, I, do we believe Tom Holland is leaving this movie? I mean, or leaving this franchise? Probably not. Is it possible? Maybe, but I would imagine with all the boatloads of money, he's just going to cut a better deal and we get a new trilogy and we get something else. But like the other, the other thing that we need to, uh, you know, kind of realize here too, right? Like Sony, I don't think is going like, is Tom's contract up with Marvel? Maybe like, right. Like, does he just continue on in the, the land of Sony? Maybe. And then like, is it a thing where if, when uh, he, you know, is needed to come back for a big event, like, you know, secret wars or whatever, they figure something else out great like like who knows and i think that's kind of the fun and the mystery and I, as much as i know we want to know everything uh i, I don't think it kills interest in, any, in in anything really like it's if this is tom's last spider-man movie it doesn't mean i'm not gonna go see it uh mm -hmm. am i gonna not see marvel movies because tom holland's not <laughs> spider-man anymore no probably not uh so you know it's just we just gotta roll with it and just trust that uh obviously they see the numbers they know what's gonna they know what's going on they're not gonna ruin this mm -hmm. i completely agree i think like all of the doom and gloom of some of the comments of how people have been interpreting certain things i see it as just like the next trilogy of movies that we could get are going to take them out of high school and put them into college and so that is why like john watts has been over here being like this is the end of the line and whatever also right. i we do have to acknowledge that tom did say one more day <laughs> in there right like yes. that that is very choice wording over there like that that's something else um right. but i i also think it's this thing of we don't really know at the moment we could know in the near future of like what marvel movies are planned beyond like mid 2023 we don't know when we're going to get the next avengers movie we don't know if and when secret wars is going to happen so i think it's this thing where 
if we're getting like we're we're probably getting more Tom Holland movies in some capacity, but we don't really know where he could show up elsewhere in the MCU. So right. I agree with you. I think it has to be some sort of contractual thing of like we're not at this point yet where we can publicly say like we definitely know what movies he's going to be in the way that we did when like Homecoming came out and we knew he was going to be in two Avengers movies and a sequel and everything else. Aaron, what do you right. think? Well, it's funny because it's a half truth, right? Because he's technically <laughs> not under contract for one movie. There's another team up that he's scheduled to be in that's oh, yeah. undefined, that we don't know what it is. A mm -hmm. lot of people believe this Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, but we don't know that yet. So it's not like it's the complete end of the line. I think it's more than a lot of like, well, I mean, I don't know if I'm being one of these by myself again, but mm -hmm. I think Chris Killian and them in the comments are right. There's just too much money. Like people enjoy his version of the character. Like, you know, they, they they wanted to keep Andrew Garfield around despite the performance of Made Spider-Man 2 because it, people knew him as the face of Spider-Man at that time. They're not going to ditch Holland after all the money that they've made and that the money they're poised to make in December because mm -hmm. I feel like just to, gonna, like... I am going to play devil's advocate a little bit. Oh, boy. Hmm. Because there was a time yeah. in the very recent future where we did, mm -hmm. like, like, we... Tom Holland was not going to be in the, in the MCU anymore. And like, that was a very real thing that could have happened. They figured it out. They made nice, but that almost happened. And so I don't like, that's not to say it won't happen again. I think they have learned since that, right? Like, and they have, they have like figured all that out and we should take that as our hope that they will keep this train on the tracks. Mm -hmm. I, you would hope so. I mean, Feige said in the same interview that, oh, I we won't have that happen again. He, he's yeah, like, right. oh, you, like, he just flat out stuffed that. So I don't, but you, you can you can never know. You can never say never, right? Like, uh, we're referencing okay. things from the before times two years ago mm -hmm. when the entire internet was freaking out about Tom not being Spider-Man anymore. And we went through like half of a summer of everybody be like, oh, man, yep. we're not going to get the third one. And here we are, what is it, 70 days or whatever away from mm -hmm. No Way Home. And no one thought that was possible in the summer of 19. So it'll be interesting to see. But yeah, like we're we're not gonna see the end. We're not gonna see the end of him here, regardless, because there is one more team up thing where he's going mm -hmm. to pop up, but we just don't know what it is. So we'll see. Also, I need them to stop saying one more day and referencing <laughs> these things in these comments, mm -hmm. even if they're doing it accidentally. It is excruciating. Maybe they're just preparing us. To, they're preparing us to forget Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Because Charlie Cox, I think, in a quote we read a couple of weeks ago, was like, "Be careful what you wish for." And it's like That's now right. you're, quoting, yes. you're quoting the trailer unintentionally. Like you're, <laughs> you're you're like triggering all of us, and you don't even know it. So, um, Aaron, do you want to talk about Doctor Strange? Sure. So as is normal now, we get some random details, or at least well, some at least some like speculation from merch that drops before it's supposed to possibly be out in the public consciousness. So there's a merchandise, like merchandise already kind of trickling out about Dr. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. It's a puzzle, which is very funny. Of all the places you think you're gonna get Marvel news from, puzzles is not usually one of them. I need to post up in more Target uh, toy sections and Walmart toy sections apparently. So there's mm -hmm. a, like it's a adult, puzzle and coloring pad which i did not know about that was a thing that they sold together until this morning um and you can see the cover art where there's a battle scene playing out with dr 
Strange and Marvel villain Shuma Gorath, which has been long rumored to be the villain in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Now, it's not live action. There's no CGI. This isn't us seeing Smart Hulk in a different suit out of context like all those years ago. But it is a little bit like, hmm, why would we have that there if that wasn't going to be a part of this somehow? And also, I think there's some other merch flying around of America Chavez, right, Jenna? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's like, like a pair well. of sweatpants like that has like, yeah, that has like her and Strange and Wanda <laughs> and Wong on like this on like this side of a pair of sweatpants. It's like this it is literally the point looks that like we're something at. that it looks like someone's Etsy shop. It like, does. It's, on, it's an Amazon listing. It yeah. says it's official. It has there's plenty of other officially licensed stuff there, but it literally looks like something someone made on Etsy. It does make me happy though because America's doing the like pose that she does with her arms, so that I'm <laughs> yes. like I'm content here, even though this is grainy as hell and it's on a pair of sweatpants. Um, but yeah, it is like we are at this point with these movies, <laughs> and it's like I know this movie did get delayed, so that is part of the reason why merch is trickling out before we've gotten trailer poster, before we've even gotten No Way Home, which is kind of the prequel to it. So it's like. I, I knew this stuff was inevitable, but it is so weird to just have, especially with Shuma Garath, where that's a character that we've been speculating about for like the better part of a year, it feels like. Like when What If came out and we all were like, is that Shuma? Is that not Shuma? Like, what are we dealing with here? The fact that we're seemingly getting the answer and it's on a puzzle is just very, very odd. Jim, what do you think about it? I, look, they they have told us like any time that we asked about the squid-like beings in what if they have said it is a it is something else it is not it look yes it kind of looks like that but it's something else and i almost wonder if like they really are not lying it's just a weird thing for them to say if it was right and i think the the gap in my comic knowledge and so i've got to i've, I've got to double check check this i can't remember if shumagorath is a race of aliens or if he is just like one big mamma jamma like who just happens to look like that and i and i and honestly it's just it's just a gap i've got and i i meant to look it up and i totally forgot but like i mean maybe so I mean, don't get me wrong i would love to see shumagorath i love like i think that he is like he's been used in the comics very recently in a very, very cool way. Uh, I loved him in Marvel versus Capcom and all the Marvel games. Like, I think it's, that was like my first introduction to him. I'm like, who the hell is this like stupid squid guy? And then I read more and I was like, Oh, I love this guy. Uh, and so it just, I just don't know. It seems like a weird fit for uh multiverse of madness to have him be in that, given what we know about some of the other things that are going on there. But then again, multiverse of madness is really not as a movie. We, we know enough about, but not totally right mm -hmm. and so maybe he does fit and maybe like that maybe it does work and so mm -hmm. uh so so who knows i think i think this is one where to go back to our our good friend kevin feige's quote uh that says you know rumors are fun rumors are or whatever but let's let's manage our expectations and i think this is very clearly a let's manage our expectations until we until we get like a more definitive yes or no there mm -hmm. I will say I was just like looking up your question about whether or not every like ancient being looks like him or not. The old ones, from my understanding, can look really different depending on like what their deal is. And so it seems like Shuma is the only one who looks like Shuma. 
So that might help kind of narrow it in a little bit, but I completely yeah. agree with you. Like, I think we're at this point where it definitely seems to hint like it's Shumagraph, but like, as we've seen, merchandise leaks cannot always be the most faithful. It, Lego ones are the most guilty, right? Like, And they, even they, there was like that one Funko Pop for like Iron Man 3 that never ended yep. up being in the movie. So it's like, this is a thing that we've dealt with before. There is always a chance that this could somehow be wrong or not what it seems, but it still is kind of interesting in and of itself. Um, one more thing before we go to break. Uh, Kit Harrington talked to us about Black Knight and what his future might be. Um, as he told our very own Brandon Davis, quote, it is the first time Marvel has spoken to me about any character. And this character, obviously there's a lot you can read on the internet about who he is and what his background is. As far as this movie goes, he's a human who's in love with Cersei and represents humanity. You know, as far as any future goes, I can't really comment on that, but I don't think there's any, I actually think there's quite a big difference between him and Jon Snow. So people have been kind of wondering like what is his future as black knight are we going to get to see more of him because not having seen eternals yet from my understanding the movie only starts to scratch the surface of what his lore starts to be so what do we think do we hope that he is going to continue on in some capacity because i do i need as much black knight content as possible i i, I hope that... go ahead go ahead go ahead Aaron. you go first Okay, I like. I hope that there's more of him. You would hope so. Like, you bring in someone like Kit Harrington, and obviously, you want them to be there for more than just the one movie. Like, obviously, you want him to stick around. And you know, there's also the fun of you know the the threat of when when is it gonna when are you gonna change when are you gonna get the big the big uh the big sword and do all the cool mm -hmm. stuff. Like, we we want mm -hmm. that to happen. So you want him to come back. I think it's interesting that he's like. This is different than Jon Snow, though. Like, yeah, because everybody loves to jump to that because of Game of Thrones, of course. And this is like yeah. a big Game of Thrones reunion in a way, too. But like, he totally is like, ah, if you think it's going to be exactly like that, you might want to pump your brakes. The theme of today's show is you might want to pump your brakes. <laughs> you manage, manage like, expectations. Patience. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I think, uh, you, so there, there's two things here. I think the biggest difference between him and Jon Snow is that Black Knight is inherently funnier uh and so like so we've got that going for us mm -hmm. but also too uh we're about to verge on a time where think about nostalgia right nostalgia being a powerful drug or, or whatnot for a lot of people the black knight is an a an a-list level avenger like he has been you know, kind of all over the place in the MCU, but he was an Avengers member for a very long, for a very long time through like, for a lot of people who followed Avengers at that point. Right. Mm -hmm. And so to, there's zero possible chance that this, like he's just a side character that, that goes nowhere. This is a, this is a thing where like, look, we are, we are going to see more. We have to see more, like the, like you said, you don't cast Kit Harrington for a throwaway role kind of thing if you don't have have big plans. I just want to see the knight armor and the bomber jacket and mm -hmm. and for for them to like to for them to to go nuts and um and so so I I'm I'm all in for that. I honestly uh like for me I have no affin real affinity to uh to the Black Knight. Uh, so I'm kind of excited to learn you know learn learn how the mcu character will develop and uh and, but also go back and and do some reading as uh as we see it so um i'm excited so like i said i i'm i'm excited for it and we'll mm -hmm. see 
I completely agree. I, I I have hope that we will somehow get to see him in his full glory. Otherwise, it feels kind of like a CW show of like, we're going to cast a character with a comic accurate name, and they're just going to be a civilian for the entire run of the show. Maybe if you're lucky, they might like homage or wear their costume eventually, but who knows? So it's like, I'm hopeful. It's like, we have to get him at some point. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're going to take a one minute break. And when we come back, we have a little bit more news, and then we're going to take some of your questions. So stay tuned. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Zero episode 43 we're back and we have a little bit more news to talk about um aaron do you want to talk about the other kind of eternals quote that was of note this week sure so we got chloe Zhao uh talking about that the fact that there were two characters cut from eternals while speaking to fandom uh there were 12 characters when i first read it 12 eternals and we had to let two go along the way so for people who think there was a lot of characters in this movie already, there were two more at one point, which I don't know if that is good or bad. I, me and Jenna have famously not seen this movie yet, and every single opinion I've heard, if you go back and listen to episode what was it, 33 last week, you get the wonderful Chris Killian. Hi, I see you in the, in the chat making me laugh and making me smile, and Brandon <laughs> Davis talking about the opposing opinions of this. And if you want even more very, very stark opinion about this, Kofi Outlaw, over on Complication, yeah. mm -hmm. lots of opinions. You don't have to yep. look very far. So how do we feel about the fact that there could have possibly been 12 Eternals in the movie instead of 10? Jen, yeah. I'll let you go first. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I was I want to hear Jim's opinion because I know you oh. can see it. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I yes. I don't I part of me is like I could see a version of this where 12 characters could work. I feel like looking at something like the Suicide Squad, I think it's just a matter of like how they fit into the narrative and who is given significance in what sort of way and not trying to give everybody an equal amount of screen time. That might be where the problem is. I'm more just like morbidly curious of like, who are the other two Eternals? Cause I can't think of any off the top of my head that are like, Oh my God, these are glaring omissions from this movie. And I'm sad that they're not here. I can't think of who they would be, but Jim, I want to hear what you think about this. Uh, I think the obvious one that they probably cut was Zurus, mm. right? Because I don't think you need, you need, and that's and that's not really a spoiler, right? Zurus is not in the movie. If he was, I feel like that's someone you would have seen in in promos or whatever, right? And I think uh, just given what we've seen, even in promos, Ajax takes on that role uh, in in the film that Zurus would have filled. And Zurus, for those who don't know, was you know uh, was basically like he's kind of like the Odin of the Eternals, basically. Um, 
And so, so that, that seems like an easy one that was probably included that got cut as for the other one. Honestly, I'm not sure who that, who that would be. Um, I have thoughts and I think if <laughs> outside of Zerus, any other eternal I may mention may be a spoiler. And so okay. I, so I'm going to like, just pause there and we can talk about it next week. Um, but, but I think like I said, Zerus is the easy one to, to count out um, because uh, just his position in the in the comics we would have known that like right right from the get-go um but look like i said like we there's a lot of uh story in in this and there's a you know the the through line of this movie is getting the band back together and i there would not be more time to you know make a stop to add two more people to the team kind of thing so so i get it uh, and, and I, it probably for the best, it's not like we're never going to see the Eternals again. Right. So it's not like they're, you know, yes, they may got cut, but you know, maybe they show up somewhere else. So I think it's a smart choice, uh, given, uh, given what, you know, I've seen from, of the movie, uh, and eh, not, nothing to get worried about. Now, like I said, it's not like anyone's like, oh my God, my favorite Eternal got cut. Cause like all the other ones are all in there. So it's, <laughs> you know, it's right. And like, and, and anyone who says, that you know like oh my god my favorite eternal like or or us we're the only ones who have favorite eternals the diehard nerds have favorite eternals and when you see the movie even if you are a diehard nerd like us you're going to come out with a a different favorite i promise you Mm -hmm. casually cosplaying in the chat did suggest little icky so no yep could be that's uh could be could be little icky um jim do you want to talk about what zazzy beats said to us earlier this week uh, so we got to, we got to talk to Zazie Beats about, you know, look, that's the, the big thing that that's lingering out there. Are the X-Men characters coming? Which one of the X-Men characters are coming? We know Deadpool is back in some form because of that super random Korg promo for a free guy. Right. So are we, uh, so what, what happens to the rest? What happens to Josh Brolin's cable? What happens to Zazie Beats's uh, Domino? And so when asked, you know, she told us like, I'd love to revisit Domino. I'd love to do it in Deadpool 3, 4, 5, 7, 19. I've always wanted to, uh, you know, I've always wanted to be like, maybe I could just go do an origin story. Uh, I feel uh, honored to have been able to depict her on screen and I played uh, played with her as her. I love her and I will be uh, more than happy to revisit her on camera. And I think I will. If Disney doesn't make it happen, I'll make it happen. That's as much of a confirmation as I think we are going to get that Zazzy beats. She's coming back. And it's just a matter of time for, for, for when, um, like that's a, look, we, we spend a lot of time reading tea leaves and, and deciphering, uh, PR code speak. And this one feels like a easy slam dunk. Like that's and, and like, and man, how could you not? She was so freaking good. Like that's a, however, whatever way they find, to do it i'm i'm excited for it because like that i love dom i like domino as a character i love her as domino and so i just want to see more of that mm-hmm. i agree i think like she is just she was one of the highlights of deadpool 2 for me that is a movie i have a lot of problems with but like she was just so yep. good and i feel like domino as a character has so much potential even outside of x-force and outside of deadpool to where it's like you could still find a way to weave her into the mcu and find something to do with her that wouldn't necessarily be, be contingent on deadpool 3 so i'm i'm happy to hear that she is still so excited about this character and that she, even if marvel doesn't want to she still wants to explore more like i think mm-hmm. that that's just awesome aaron yeah. what do you think 
uh, keeping people who have good interplay with the stars around is usually a good idea. And her <laughs> back and forth with Ryan Reynolds during Deadpool 2 is a highlight of that series for me because it's like yep. you think because there's a lot of like this is this goes into like a larger conversation about like how some of the goofier X-Men powers, how do you render right. them on camera? And I think mm -hmm. they did the best they possibly could. I could watch an yeah. entire movie of weird Rube Goldberg traps of her getting out of them <laughs> the entire time. That would be dope. I, I'm perfectly down, you know, like I'm completely here for it. So give me that domino that, heist movie. That, that's, yeah. that's what I need. Right. Oh my God. Like, right. Yeah. Like, oh, what's the guy who does money heist going to do after Netflix? The money the <laughs> faucet dries up. Get him over here and have him do that. That's fine. Let's do that. Absolutely. Good. Please. So we don't have that many things about Deadpool 3. And the more things you hear uh, like this might give yep. you some inclination like, hey, you know, maybe we look out for her to be back. You know, we wonder what elements they're going to pull into the MCU. And there's no there's no doubt in my mind like that is something like, yes, save her. Yes, save Negasari Teenage Warhead. I'd even say yeah. save the dude who played Colossus. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> from yeah, I just, I, I, I just think Sign that like up. she... She either goes in, she either shows up randomly, or or she's a she's a post credit scene somewhere, like like her and and Deadpool and maybe even Cable, right? Like I think that it is just a uh, like I can see it being like Cable doing one of his time shifts at the same time that Doctor Strange is doing his spell for in No Way Home, and like that's how like he slides like slides into this universe, like he slides into the wrong time, you know, like, you know, some stupid comic shit like that. Right. Uh, uh, is, is, and like, and like, I, I just, I just can't wait. And it's going to be, uh, it'll, it'll be fun. And we're, I think we'll see her sooner than later. I hope so. Yeah. Um, and then our last piece of news is from the book, the story of Marvel studios. This book is just the gift that keeps on giving. I feel like we're going to be, <laughs> we're going to be having quotes from this book for like the next six months at this point, because people just keep reading further and discovering more stuff. Um, so Louis Desposito said with regards to one shots, which are a thing that we have not really seen in the MCU for quite some time, we're working on them. It's just finding the time. And I have a couple earmarks that I want to do. Um, what do we think about this? I think the one shot concept is like drastically underused. I think now oh. that we've expanded so much further outward and we have so many other pockets, I think there are so many one shots that we should be getting in phase four that we have not gotten already. So whatever they have planned, however they're going to do it, I am very excited. What do y'all think? I, I think yes. that you're right. Like they don't <laughs> use it nowhere near enough. I don't understand why they don't use it more um, because there's so many things that like the connective tissue of this whole thing that could be explained through a really well directed, well shot, one shot project on Disney plus that don't necessarily warrant their own movie, but I would absolutely sit through like the little short film treatment of it. And it's, it's available for you. You need stuff to go on Disney plus it checks all the boxes. I don't know how, we're just getting to the point now where someone's like, you know, we should start doing the one shots again. It just, <laughs> it just makes all the sense. Right. And like, they, they don't, you know, they don't need to be crazy big budget, right? Like one of them just takes place in a convenience store for, for, mm -hmm. you know, God's sake. It's like, like I would love for these to be 
like the Pixar shorts that you just start to get in front of Marvel movies where you just get a one shot. Like, you know, every, you don't have to get every in front of everyone because we get four Marvel movies a year now, but mm -hmm. pick one a year where you stick a one shot for, or, or maybe, you know, two that you stick a one shot in front of and then inevitably collect them. So I can just watch all of the one shots at once and just enjoy them as, as little anthology story, you know, kind of things. And so, um, I, I mean, like they're, they're great. And like, I love, they can tell, little stories that happen in between beats that we want like you want a little bit more of and i think that's it like that that it's it's just a phenomenal concept i can't and i really hate that they've like not that they've let it sit by the wayside because i think they've had other bigger things to try and do and they've needed to figure out like honestly i think the biggest thing that probably threw them off track is probably the the purchase of fox because mm -hmm. i think they probably had a plan for for certain things and then they had to kind of like reshuffle how they do things and then the disney plus stuff happened and so they had to get the tv shows mm -hmm. uh you know up and running and get all of that like that's all i'm sure like screwed with their plans and you know i mean look if by us not getting the one shots means we get a TV show for Moon Knight, I'm okay with that. Like, well, that's that's fine. If that if not getting a one shot means we get WandaVision, I'm okay with that. Uh, but I think now we're at a point where it's it looks like they have figured it all out, how it all ships into place. The schedule doesn't look like it's going to change that much more. But let's start folding these things back in, and uh, and you know, and then you know, make them theater event, theatrical event kind of things. I agree. That would just be so much fun. And it's also like, I feel like with certain one shots, you can also showcase like the style of how a certain part of the MCU is going to be realized. Because like we had that with like the Thor one that Taika did before we even saw Ragnarok. And it's like, oh, this indicated to people right away that the, the style and the tone of this movie was going to be completely different from the previous two. So it's like you can also use those to your advantage of like, hey, are you excited for this thing? And we want to show you it more than just a post credit scene. Here's a one shot that's kind of teeing up whatever that thing is going to be. So right. I, I hope that they bring them back and do it soon because it is just such a cool thing that they can do. Um, but yeah, so that's it for our news for this week. Um, we do have a little bit more time. So if anybody in the chat has any questions, uh, we can answer them. We'll, I will say we all need to have all eyes on November 12th. Yes. It is the investor day mm -hmm. where it's, it's probably, it's going to be a doozy. And so get ready. Like yeah. it's, I still remember the rush of the last <laughs> one where we literally got 12 marvel <laughs> announcements in the span of 10 minutes mm -hmm. like kevin feige just boop, 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 walks on stage and boom 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 <laughs> announcement and i was just like oh my god uh so i'm hoping we get uh i'm hoping we get some first looks at things i believe we'll probably get some first looks at things i hope we get fun new announcements i mean that'll that'll be uh, a lot of fun i mean this is this is an event where we you know even at the site are going to be calling in extra reinforcements for uh we're going to get star wars stuff and whatever so i wouldn't be surprised if we do an emergency episode like mm -hmm. literally after whatever marvel drops so be on the mark that on your calendar because we're probably going to do it uh and I, I just remember how much fun the first one was when we did that that was before phase zero was even a thing so yeah um so yeah that was honestly one of like the professional highlights of working here was covering that day that was bananas in the best possible way yeah. um yeah constant several people are typing in slack <laughs> it was just the entire day like that was just bananas yeah. um so let's see so gotta, casual oh go ahead i say we got a question in chat from bun yeah. the uh bun the g why do toys come uh 
out before films. Uh, so this is a, this is a tricky this is a tricky question to answer because they're not supposed to, mm-hmm. uh, or like, or they're supposed to be timed pretty close. And so the non, but they've gotten a lot better in that. Like the non-spoilery stuff is usually supposed to hit. Uh, you know, if if not after the first wave of marketing has gone out, like almost at the same time, right? Uh, a perfect example is when we got all of that Spider-Man No Way Home uh, stuff, uh, the merchandise, and then we got like no trailer. Like I, I fully believe we were supposed to get a trailer that day. Uh, and like something happened where they, they pulled it and it didn't happen. Uh, and so that's why we got that first. Um, same thing happened like with, with a tra- like this you have to look at the most recent stuff as almost completely out of anyone's control because of uh, production slow, like just production slowdowns, supply chain issues, movies being moved around. Uh, all of that stuff comes plays into when merchandise gets released. And there is like, if merchandise shows up early, it's probably because there is no way that they could have stopped it at one point. Like it was on the boat to the store it gets out. Someone opens a box somewhere. It is, it is, it is what it is. Uh, it's unfortunate when stuff like that happens. I feel like sometimes we get a lot of first looks that are like low res and, and, and crappy and on sweatpants and, you know, things like that. But, um, but at the end of the day, it's like, it happened. It doesn't just happen with Marvel. It happens on the WB side too. It happens with any big franchise stuff. Like I'm sure we would, we'll see it, you know, when Transformers comes out, when that movie comes out next year, right? Like it's just a, thing that happens that they try to line up as best they can uh and you know when when nature has its way it you know it just is so it's a a good question because i think we see that a lot absolutely Um, but uh but yeah so anyway that's yeah because it's been interesting especially this past two years because especially with black widow like all of the pops and all of the merchandise for that were on clearance and already sold out by the time the movie actually got released because of just like all of the covid delays and just people's expectations of when the movie was supposed to come out versus when it actually did it's like i know i don't have even remotely any of the black widow pops i only have two because they were the only ones i could hunt down once the movie actually came out so it is just this thing where given the world that we're in and given the supply chain of it all it's like yeah that is going to happen it's just weird when it does happen so yeah. i think and then on kind the, of, yeah on the flip side eternals pops are almost impossible to find i think bucky stan yeah. mentioned it like they got stuck on the yeah. they got stuck on a boat they were supposed to show up on time they're stuck and now we gotta you know now we just now we have to wait and so we've seen the two extremes with black widow coming out crazy early and eternal is going to is going to come out probably by the time the movie shows up on disney plus yeah and <laughs> so. even like the disney plus shows it's like they usually wait right. until the week that the show premieres to start putting out pops of like yep. it was like oh here's like a loki and a mobius pop and you can't get them until like three months after the show's actually over so yeah. it's just i think they're just trying to navigate like what the new normal is and how to not spoil people with stuff it kind of bums me out because i'm like i wish i could buy hawkeye merch before hawkeye came out but mm-hmm. i know we're not really gonna have that luxury i know those pops are gonna like drop as the show drops but it's just kind of a thing that you have to deal with and so i i don't blame them for waiting but it because otherwise we do get these weird first looks in merchandise or on sweatpants <laughs> i need uh i need them to get all of this like they need to figure their shit out by the uh-huh. time Moon Knight comes because I'm not having that with, with Moon Knight. They need to uh-huh. be ready for me to get them. That's me with She Hulk. 
it's just going to be yeah. like every every <laughs> she hulk thing it's like i need to be able to order it as soon as possible so yeah. um but yeah thank you so much everybody for joining us i think this was just such a fun show and the chat was having so much fun which was great um aaron do you have any parting words or things to plug um well i guess we just have to wait till next week i think we have something special planned we can't say yes. too much mm -hmm. more we have something special planned you're going to want to come through especially if you like eternals you're going to want to come through um and <laughs> follow me at, at something like hornet now that i've teased that before brandon got a chance to <laughs> and and for people asking where brandon was he he took a he took a sick day um he has he has reasons for doing so um we miss that he's here but he, he will be back soon so just tweeted him and tell him you miss him that will yeah. that, that'll make him feel that'll make him feel very very special inside. absolutely oh so, and Jim, on behalf oh, of ahead. brandon as well thank y'all for coming through to the spider-man watch party last night for amazing yes. spider-man yep. It was a lot of fun reading the tweets. I was enjoying like looking at the second hand because it's like there are a lot of people that still really bang with this movie. We are going to be happy to see Andrew Garfield again. So thank you guys. We'll be back for Amazing Spider-Man 2 next week. He is. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jim, what do you have to plug? Uh, nothing other than just to, to plant my flag again that says Andrew Garfield is the best Spider-Man. I don't care what you say, uh, whatever. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like I said, look, there's there's a bunch of there's a bunch of really good fun stuff uh, that these that these folks have cooked up over the next couple of weeks. So definitely, uh, be, you're not going to want to miss next week's for sure. Uh, you're not going to want to miss uh the disney plus investor day because we're gonna get so 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 much goodness uh and if you want to see more of my bad jokes you can follow me at jim biscardi <laughs> perfect but yeah echoing what jim said we do have a lot in the pipeline that is gonna be very cool i feel bad that we can't exactly tease what it is right now but i would kind of i'd rather wait for brandon to help tease all of that since he's the one who coordinated most of it um but yeah just stay tuned we're gonna have a lot between Disney Plus Day and Eternals that should hopefully be very fun. Um, and follow me on Twitter at Hey, it's Jenna Lynn. You can follow the show at Phase0CB. Um, don't forget to subscribe and all of that because it is greatly appreciated. And um, please leave us a review on iTunes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, that go, is that's one of the it's one of the best ways to support the show by mm -hmm. like like no joke. It's one of those things where love chatting with you guys on Twitter. Love that you guys uh, are always tweeting when you're you're watching us. But if you can go ahead and leave us a five star review on iTunes, that is one of the best ways to uh to support the show uh it helps get us uh into the itunes algorithms for people who are looking for marvel shows <laughs> and things like that we love the we love everyone uh who is who we love our day oneers we love our 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 you know folks who just joined today we love all of you absolutely um and yeah so be sure to do that uh go see eternals this weekend and read some comics i'm always going to tell you to read comics because you, you should definitely do that um but yeah have a good day and take care <laughs>